desire to disappear. Maybe my answer is to leave, become someone else. But I could never leave them. My soul sisters are my lifeblood. They are the roots that grew this tree into something I was once proud of. Now, this tree of life feels like a shriveled-up mess of dead leaves and scrawny, unattractive branches. Still, the roots binding me to those three women go deep, far deeper than an outsider could imagine. Our connection was born of love, laughter, sacrifice, hardship, pain, and rebirth. They understand me, even the screwed-up version I am today, and they won't stop trying to bring back the person I used to be, the one hiding under the abraded flesh. Three years and I haven't been able to find her. I worry I never will. Kathleen, are you ready? Rumbles the voice I've come to count on. The one person I've been able to be completely honest with, Chase Davis, my soul sister Jillian's husband, knocks on my bedroom door. Are you decent? We're going to be late if you aren't ready. Hold your horses, and yes, I'm decent. Come in. I sigh and fluff my bangs. Not that it matters. Nobody will be looking at me. And if they do, all they will see is a disfigured monster. He enters just the threshold of my bedroom, pushing open the door. His navy suit is tailored to fit his frame perfectly. I made sure of that. My new men's line is coming together nicely the only thing in my life actually going well, considering I'm unable to use my right hand for more than squeezing a stress ball in therapy. I will concede the hand is getting stronger, but I'll never be able to do the detailed work I was known for in my past life as a costume designer. That ship has long sailed, never to return again. Kathleen, you try my patience. Chase lifts his arm and taps his Rolex silently. I smile and grab my purse from the nightstand with my left hand. And your wife and children don't? His brow furrows, but his lips tip up at the edges. Speaking of Jillian always makes Chase smile. He can't help it. My feisty, red-headed bestie and their adorable twins rule his world, and he loves every second of it. He puckers his lips, a small smirk still present. Be that as it may, we have to go, or we'll be late for the test results. I'm eager to hear what this new technology has to offer. Chase Davis, my optimist. Ever since the fire, he's made it his personal responsibility and goal to fix me. Well, not just me, but all of his wife's soul sisters. He helped Bree with her yoga studio, and Maria with her apartment for the first year, until she hooked up with Eli. But for me, he's been more. My own personal hero, though I've never said those words to him. For the most part, I pretend what he's doing is putting me out. Then I don't have to cop to what I really feel. Relief. He's there in ways I can't accept from my girlfriends. I don't know why. Chase has wormed his way into my broken side, and for him, I allow the invasion.
With the girls, no way. I need them to see me as the strong woman they think I am. The illusion of strength is one of the only things I have left. In the beginning, when I was first released from the burn center, I refused Chase's assistance, wanting to do it all on my own, until I realized I couldn't. He stopped in to visit me at my ramshackle apartment across town after my second set of treatments. Thank God he did. He found me on the floor, unable to move. The pain in my arm and side was excruciating. I had been fading in and out of consciousness. Turned out one of my grafts was infected. He pulled me off the floor, took me to the hospital, and stayed with me until I was discharged. Upon release, I found out Chase had pulled a fast one. He'd moved me into the building across the street, where he...